Good morning, everyone. I'm Dr. J, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Mindful Media Show. Our show is going to always bring you guys applicable, useful, and entertaining relationship conversations with a generational perspective. We're airing live on Friday from the Netherlands woohoo! at 8 p.m. CST, 11 a.m. PST, 1 p.m. CST, and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. Um, we are so excited to have you on today, and we mm-hmm. have uh, a great show planned. A couple of things. We uh, are airing live, as Jay said, and you can always join the conversation by yes. calling in. And our- At 310-928-7733. Uh, yes, and again, 310-928-7733. So today we have a really exciting show. We have a special guest. Um, her name is Summer Dennis, and Summer is, is a major recording artist. We'll talk about her a little bit later. And we're also going to talk about um, moon killers. And the title of our show <laughs> is, is, is Are Moods Contagious? Are Bad Moods, bad moods Contagious? contagious. So um, that we all have an opinion on that. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm like, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. And then before we do that, we'll do a mindful check. So, Jay, how are you feeling today? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, I'm feeling pretty good. It, it's been a long day, so I'm happy that it's Friday. And we're gonna, I'm thinking about tomorrow because today I'm just tired because of the kids, but I know tomorrow I'm excited because we get to ride our new bikes. We get to ride our new bikes. So, what we're, I did, we're totally Dutch now. I'm like, what I did. So, let me ask me about me. Ask oh. me about me. <laughs> Doctor, how are you feeling today? Thank you, thank you. I am excited because <laughs> I did. I, brought, I know good moods are contagious. Good moods are contagious because you make me like get out of my phone. I mean, like I'm so I, proud of like my mom. every day I sit there and I see like people wanting to um, uh, get ride bikes Yay. and stuff, and I'm like. Every day I'm like, I want the family to get on the bike, you know? So I went out and bought bikes for everyone. I went even crazy. I even bought the little one, one of those little bikes where they, they <laughs> oh, scoot I don't their think legs. they have them in the U.S. They may not have them in the U.S. They don't. We'll they be sure to post thing. it on Facebook. It's like the Yay. little, oh my God. Our, our producer rides bikes too. Oh, See, we're joining Jamal, you will love this. these bikes I bought. I bought, like, literally I bought. Well, you know five, how many? I bought five or six bikes. I bought uh-huh. <laughs> So it's like amazing, and like she um, bought a lot. So and she's so like it was. It's just cool because the whole family gets to do it. We get to do it. We're like a we, whole tribe of people. And tomorrow's King's Day in the Netherlands, so we're gonna put on our orange. Ooh. You know, um, they like black people. They love colors. So we're gonna wear our orange, <laughs> and we're gonna ride our bicycles. And we're going to head out in the woods, and we're going to have a good time, and I can't wait. It's so fun. I, that's why I just had to step in and say, hi, I'm in mood. I'm feeling good. So good moves are contagious. Are. Bad Even moves are, tired. too. So we're not going to hang out with any bad people tomorrow. But <laughs> let me tell you about this whole situation here that we were talking about. Yes. And are they contagious? And, you know, there are several... Um, beliefs on that jay what do you what's your thought on that about moves being bad moves being contagious you know i think that most definitely i try to i know that if you're around somebody that's very negative and very miserable even if you're not um that person that's going to have that same evil attitude that they have it's going to wear you down so it drains some of your positive energy so it can make you feel you know, less happy than you were before. So I definitely think it's, I don't know if it's necessarily contagious, but it is, it can damper the way that you feel. Well, here's an article that came out by Gary Lawinski. Lawinski Jr. What a neat He's an associate professor in psychology at Mammoth University. And he co-edited, he's a co-editor for Science of Relationships. And he talks about 
you know how like when you see someone cough and you have this response to germs and his belief is that moods can be like germs. And I totally agree with that. I think he said, he says it's called emotional contagious. It's a three step process is when, when you, uh, when more per- one person feels a transfer from another person and I've had that happen. I mean, I've totally had where, you know, you're around people and their energy just sucks you dry. And you're yeah, like, like when you're I got coughing and it freaks you out. Yeah. And I got to get away. Right. Once well, you, you have to, to because you, cause you, the thing is, is that first of all, it drains your energy. It, it, t- it does. It really does. And it, it can make you act differently than you normally would. I mean, I've been around people that started to you. No, you've right. been around people that I was, it was so draining that I had to get out and do something. So I work out for several hours or I would do some, I mean, maybe I need to be around so I can go work out. Yes. But no, truthfully, mm-hmm. it just kind of makes you, you know, get, you need to get, in my opinion, I had to get away. I guess everybody reacts differently. How do you totally, think, how, how do you react? Well, he totally says it's a total truth to that and that mm. a good, uh, you know, um, you can catch good moves and, and you can catch bad moves. So, uh, you need to really be watch not, and I think you also need to watch when this happens to you because I think when like you're automatically down some days or you right. might be down and you got someone's bad mood and mad bad energy, it totally happens to you that you you experience it greater sometimes greater than the person who gave it to you, especially if I think that you're like us in that you're an empath in the sense that you're more empathetic toward people. Um, I think it's even harder. Because totally because for me, I I care about how people are feeling, and you know it's very hard for me not to. Like I, I'm like, oh, are they okay? And if they're really upset, I'm always trying to make them feel better. I'm like, let's get you out of that funk, and it drains you. <laughs> Here's some of the other things they talk about. Mm-hmm. So we talked about, you know, is it contagious? But there was another uh, article that talked about what are mood killers mm-hmm. and things that can kill your mood. And one is um, when it comes to relationship, an untamed tongue. Um, careless roles destroy and build up the expectations of intimacy among your spouse and among uh, other relationships. And I totally do that. I mean, untamed tongue. People oh, can be mean, God. saying the wrong thing, the mean, a mean way of saying things. Yeah. That's definitely true. And that can be, you know, if you're not. They can tear down your self-esteem as well. Self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Another one they said, rude and crude. Some people are just rude and cruel. And, um, they don't know yeah. necessarily the common courtesies. And we run into that. You know, sometimes I wonder if it's that they don't know the common courtesies or they're so that they've had maybe something happen to them. And it's like, I'm not making excuses for them. Um, because in my opinion, like when you have a bad behavior happen to you, you would I wouldn't want to repeat that because I know how it made me feel. I agree. But some people, I think that they're like, because it happened to me, it's going to happen to you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's amazing how sometimes people feel like it hap- There, It's a selfish trigger, too. It's like, okay, so I feel like this, and you, sh- you should feel like this, too. It's exactly. not nice. Right. It's not nice. Right. Another one is um, a mood killer is unnecessary distractions. And they say sometimes the mood dies simply because you allow something completely unimportant or unrelated to take over the moment. And I think that's true. I think sometimes... Um, you may be in a great mood and you might be in in great relationship point or you're experiencing something and you let allow something to come in that just changes that entire mood. Like an ex. An ex or, or, or a uh, thought of Are you brought in something that doesn't necessarily need to be brought up at the time? Right. Or, you know, so it's like those are totally moving on. And the last one they say that's interesting is the uh, only only things you want. So you only discuss things that you want and so it's more like it's it's love is a it's not a transaction it's an action and people treat that sometimes transactionally which is kind of it's a kill someone right definitely so so we know now not only is uh this this is book i love it's called the mood cure um Mm. but it talks about how um you know this emotional type of thing we talked about is really true and, and food actually can affect it as well and it talks about foods as well. So there's one other thing, and we'll bring in our guests, but I wanted to talk about relationship killers. Mm. And with some of the things, we're not surprised that you can do to make um, your not kill the relationship. And that's, they say, of course, better communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
they, they use the example. Just because you have a master of communication doesn't mean to communicate well. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, I, I think that sometimes people are, want to tell people, tell, 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 and aren't good listeners, and it's a two-way. It's a two-way. Communication is right. so good. Another one they said that you need to build trust because if you don't trust your partner, you can never, ever effectively uh, have uh, a good relationship. Um, the other one they talk about is lack of boundaries. Oh, my God. And how does that happen? You know, people, we um, just found those couples that are attached at the hip. Yeah. And they don't have boundaries. So they really can't, don't have time to really, um, you know, develop. It's a relationship killer unless you have some time for you and, and become you as well. Yeah. I, I, I have, I think that you definitely need your own thing, but I think it's sweet when people are together a lot. Cause I feel like you may have another, not every relationship's the same. So that, that one's kind of like a, 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 a questionable for me. Mm-hmm. The other one is, uh, Poor conflict resolution. That's so important. And we realize that, you know, if you need to make sure you're able to address conflict. And we talked about this in our practice, you know, that people need to really make sure that they're able to resolve conflict and face it because right. it doesn't go away. Because, you know, and you're never perfect. Like, even though we, we teach these things, nobody's perfect in this. It's always something that you have to work on. Communication is something you have to work on. You know, it's not something that, you know comes always naturally, especially to give in different situations. Yeah. And the last thing, and we all know this, is support. You know, give each other support. Uh, give each other support in a relationship and that, that won't kill the mood of the building. Well, Dr. E, can you hold that thought? Because we are going to go to break because when we come back we have a special guest that we're so excited for you guys to hear and talk to. Her name is Summer Dennis and we're very excited. Um, so you guys hold that thought. We'll be back in a moment. You can always call us back at 310 or call to join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. We'll be back in a moment.
hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. If you haven't joined the conversation, you can do so by calling in. Our phone number is 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. So we are excited. We have our special guests joining us today. And that is Summer Daniels. Dennis. I mean, Dennis. I'm sorry, Summer Dennis. Dennis, Summer, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So let me tell you about Summer. I mean, I um, we first of all, we just found out she is a DC lady. Yay! Um, Summer <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Summer Dennis is the leader of Rhymes Band, and the band is she in the band. She's a figured vocalist. She is classically trained. And a vocalist who sings all genres, which is amazing. She has performed as a lead vocalist in gospel, R&B, rock, pop, classical formats. She sings it all. She's had over 20 years of professional vocal experience. Wow. She's a trained dancer. Please teach me some movies. Uh, she dabbles dabbles in big... Yes, Summer, good luck. <laughs> oh, my God. My arms, that's about it. She dabbles in business development for the last 12 years, and she's excited about developing and managing other bands and artists. Nice. She created Rhymes Band as the platform to support her rich and energetic music creativity, high performance, and impact to listeners across the country. Summer has written and co-written most of the original material for her band, that she, and she performs. And she is a true inspiration. Summer, tell us anything that we've left out. You just yeah, are tell amazing. Tell us a little bit about you, anything that you want. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so nice. Thank you. Um, that That's really, you know, you, you, you had everything there. I mean, I, I just, I, I came from a family of achievers. So I, I, I'm hopefully making my parents proud because they did put a lot of money and hard work and I'm making sure we had a lot of opportunities, so you know what? I'm just really looking forward to use all using all of that investment they put into me. Oh well, you know what? I, by the way, we love your song. Oh my gosh, pretty! Yeah, you guys on the break, what you heard was pretty. Um, well, and oh, so, thank you. <laughs> you talk, and then when you hear you sing, you're like, whoa! I mean, so, <laughs> where <did this> <laughs> I'm People like, say so that just, all the time. It's so I funny. Love, I love that you are trained in, in just about every genre and you're classical trained. I think that's a good foundation. Tell me a little bit about that. You said your your parents invested a lot of money yeah, towards you. Tell, about tell us about you... that, how you got into it and that part of your journey. Well, um, my mom, she, she grew up and she like, you know, was a model and a cheerleader, and um, she sang as well. So um, she had me in her early 20s, and I used to actually go with her to her praise team rehearsal. She was part of a group called Steve Key and Company, and they had, like, a few gospel albums back in the day. So I used to go with her to her rehearsals, and that's really how I developed my ear for music. And, um, you know, we, I, I started taking piano lessons super young, um, before my memory even started. And I was with her for all of, um, her rehearsals. And then I sang at church and I did theater, vocal lessons, honors course. And I was also, um, where it says I'm a trained dancer, I actually had to get um, dance training while I was a gymnast. So I was, um, I was also an NCAA gymnast. And, um, what's funny is actually while I was in college, I wrote pretty. So it was a really long time ago that I wrote that song. So it's so cool to like hear people finally playing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's how it all came to be. I just, um, my family is West Indian and they're super driven and, you know, kids don't, sit around they they go to their lessons and they go to their practices so it was a very involved childhood and I'm really thankful that I had that foundation yeah yeah so interesting so the dances okay so 
as far as your dance training, what type of dance? All kinds of dance? Well, you know, when you're a gymnast, you have to take ballet classes. And then, you know, I've taken, like, hip-hop and modern. Um, so we did a lot of we did a lot of ballet. Like, one, one day per week at the gym, we would have the dance instructor come in, and we have to do all of that stuff. And, you know, back in the day, I was like, I just want to flip. But, you know, now... <laughs> Now that I'm not doing gymnastics anymore and we have to dance in these videos and I have to dance on stage, it's definitely something that really, really, really helped. So I'm glad that I did it. So Summer, what what inspired you to create? I don't know, you said you, you're the leader of Rhymes Band. So how how did Rhymes Band form? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I my um my business partner and um also music director and co-songwriter Bill Moore I um joined his band with my sister and it was a cover band and they did like high energy funk songs and oldies and some new stuff so while we were in the band we started talking about you know music and come to find out he really really had some he had some um originals he'd written that he really really wanted to perform and that was his whole purpose for starting that band so yep. as time goes on we say okay you know as far as marketability and as far as actual like you know what the guys are interested in and what genre we're going to do we decided to keep that cover band and then also make another band that would act as the recording artist to bring out the music that me and him wrote and some of it you know is stuff like pretty i wrote that years ago um so some of it is like songs that we had already written and that we helped each other to finish them and some of it we wrote together so um you know my um backup singer cam i actually used to sing with him at church for a really long time and mm -hmm. um i was like you know i need somebody to sing backup for me that vibes well with me that can come to practice and you know we'll be okay with being a backup singer because it's like if some people don't like singing backup and right. he was really open to it and um I met my drummer in a bar and I was literally talking about wow like we need a drummer and he was like well I'm a drummer <laughs> awesome. and then um you know the rest is history it's really um me and bill like run the band and um cam and paul the guys i just mentioned they're like secondary stakeholders of the band so um you know we've been kind of grinding it out for a little over a year with that group of people and it's worked out really well and we also still perform with the cover band so that's cool too i love that and i love that you have such a range in your voice from First soprano to alto, you don't find that um, too often. Um, so I love that, and I'd love to hear you know more of your stuff to see how you hit those ranges because that's a very and I, I like your style, the little funk going on. Like it, yeah, it's like cool because <laughs> uh, you know the thing is, is we need to get back there. Like some, you know, like some stuff that actually has some. I mean, like there's some great songs, but I just I'm glad that something like this is coming back. So. I like where you're going. Oh. And that's like the the whole thing. Like I I truly do love music and I love all kinds of music. And here in DC we have go go music and yes. go go is like the stepchild of funk. So it's like I've been around like funk and go go like growing up here. So, you know, as a vocalist it's really hard for me to go down this like track where everything is turning into like rock or people aren't actually singing they're doing more auto-tune stuff so yeah. I was like thinking about it and I was like you know Adele came out and she was a vocalist and she sings in front of orchestras and then we have Esperanza Spalding she's a bass player and vocalist and she sings in front of you know, whole bands and orchestras and Sam Smith did it too. So I'm like, why can't I do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't feel like I had to go the kind of, I I wouldn't say easier because it's still art, but as a vocalist compared to what I do, it would be easier for me to use auto-tune 
and to do some rapping rather than to actually sing with my full voice. So I'm not saying as an art it's actually easier, but for me it would be easier. And I'm just like, why, why do that? I can, I have other things I can do. It's interesting you say that because there's nothing like someone singing the whole ballad, right? And it just drives me. <laughs> I love I, I love you know the new art form. I think it's creative and it's great. There's nothing like to me a person belting out a song and singing it from every note and 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 I just love it. So keep doing what you're doing because there's a, definitely an audience for it, and uh, we need to we have need to have more of it. Right? I agree. Yeah, we got to well, get it. It's, it's definitely like it's definitely something that being and. You know, it's it's definitely something that I benefit from because I, I would describe myself as a very emotional person. So being able to take that into my art and express myself and people enjoy it is definitely rewarding. So I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> so, Summer, I have a question for you. So today, our topic, we were talking about how our bad moods contagious and i will say that your 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 happiness is so contagious like it's when so it was so like when we just got on the phone with you i'm like oh my god i love her do you, what do you think Aww. like with people like in the industry you know i you know because we've dealt with the music industry as well you know you have a lot of people that are very happy and then you come across people that aren't so happy do you feel that you know these bad moods can be contagious and like mess up music or either promote music you said bad music that mood, right? Yes. Uh huh. Oh my gosh! Definitely. I mean, I myself have dabbled in being a toxic person. You know, we all have our moments. I, mean, <laughs> oh, I was, my early twenties was wild, like most people. So, I mean, I I had to experience that myself. Like as before, I got myself together. I noticed like people separating from me because. You know, I if you have bad energy, everybody catches it, and eventually they just get tired of it. And if they want to be happy, they just don't want to be around you. And okay. now having recovered from that, I find myself running from it, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I find. Well, you know what? It, it, I love your honesty, and I'm sure, and we've all had that happen where, you know, there's times in our life where we have to kind of do some, a mindful check and look into yourself and say, Hey, let, let, let's self-evaluate where I am now. What's my self-awareness? What's my emotional intelligence? So it, it, it's good that you, you saw that. And, um, you know, we can blame it on your hormones for young age. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it, it's definitely about taking responsibility for yourself. And I, I have to be honest because, you know, I've, you said that I sound very happy and I've, I've had a life where I know people and they know me to be happy, but I did have like a dark time in my life where I wasn't. And, you know, I'm kind of now salvaging what happened as a result of it. So part of that is just being honest. And if you're honest with yourself, people actually want to be honest with you too. And you find out it's not just you going through this stuff. As part of the human experience, and I think especially as Black women, we don't get to be transparent and really deal with these things. So I think it's a great topic for you guys to touch on. Yes, yes. It's, and I, it's definitely super important. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, the whole thing is, and we've talked about this before in our practice, you know, dealing with people and, and trying to coach and help people. Some people don't aren't transparent and they're living this facade and, and life is not easy, right? Life life is ups and downs, it's seasons, right? We talked oh about Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this is a season. Right now we're in summer. It's happy. We're, plus we're talking that happy summer. So, I know, you know, right? So it's like you know, <laughs> it's actually like the best month. I know. <laughs> but it's like um it's like this this season, you know, we go through that in life and and it's okay to say I'm not okay. Well, you know, people oh my don't. God. Right? Yeah, it's it's so important. And it's funny that you brought up the seasons because my stage name comes from my birthday. And there was a time where people are like, wow, like your name is Summer, but you're not so much Summer. And oh. I really have to 
protect myself because I have like seasonal depression and anxiety. So it's like when it's not this season, it is a struggle. And it's yeah. good for people to just be aware that, you know, this is normal. It's it's normal for people to have their downs and their ups and it's okay. Yeah, and that's the that's the key point too. It is normal to have fluctuation. I agree. I mean, because if you're always happy, I just don't think it's really realistic. But I think that there is a way to find that if you are constantly that way, where you're just so miserable and bringing people down, what's going on so that you can get help for? And there's so many things that affect. Um, we, you know, we're into holistic living and a holistic lifestyle, but there's so many things, even food. Even vitamin deficiencies. There's so many things that oh that are aware of. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, oh my you <laughs> yes, uh, vitamin D. This is such an interesting topic that you brought up because um, my trainer, her name is C King, and she has this thing called Eat, Pray, Love. She oh. did a cleanse with me, and I, I always tell her, you know, I have these things with my mental health, and this is what I'm struggling with, and I'm going to be struggling on this workout. We did this cleanse, and now I'm just like, it's like my life, like, totally changed. Like, <laughs> So it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that. It was actually the D-Herbs cleanse. Yes. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I'm like, wait, which one is this? The herb cleanse. Yeah, it's D-Herbs. D-Herbs. We did the 10-day body, um, it's like a body restarter, body 10-day cleanse express, because they have, like, a whole bunch of 20-day ones. Right. And um, she was like, try the 10-day first. We did it together. And I'm just so thankful for her because it was, like, my mood. So the first two days, you go through sugar withdrawal, and it's, like, painful. Like, you're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's, like, really being And I had, like, studio sessions and a performance, and I was like, I hate you. I hate you. And I was like, I'm going to fire her. Like, <laughs> but after the two days, I just noticed, like, a total difference in my mentality. And it's oh. just like the, you're shoving, like, tons of herbs and down your throat, and you have to be a raw vegan for the 10 days. And afterwards, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this was so helpful. Yeah. So, well, it's amazing. It's like, I, I totally believe, and there's this great book, if you ever want to pick it up, it's called The Mood Cure. And it's, it totally talks about how foods affect our moods and how, you know, we all go through um, times where certain we're deficient in something, right? Uh, and we just okay. need to adjust our foods and, and cleanse or, um, you know, I, we also need to do mental cleansing, you know, just, just sit and just sit and, and heal ourselves because that's what it's all about. Well, it's taking about time healing. out for you. I think yeah. that sometimes that people with life, because it becomes so busy, it's hard to sometimes say, okay, I need to take time out for myself. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So you, yes. so, and self-care is required. Also, <laughs> so important. So Summer, you wrote, like you wrote that you, you know, I read that you wrote a lot of your things and we talked a little bit about that. What, what inspires your writing? Wow. Um, what inspired me to write? Um, my partner was asking me that because he's like, how do I get all the energy that I got from you for this track? And it's really about my experiences. It's how I'm feeling at the time. And I also get inspired by other music. So I'm always like, you know, play something for me. Send me something that you love. Send me something you did. And I can bounce off of it and write something. But it truly is like a song will just like smack me in the head. It'll just be like, oh, sing this. Like it'll just come into my mind and I start singing it. And um, if we're together, me and him, it's really great because I'll start doing something and he'll be like, oh, keep going, keep going. What else you got? What else you got? (laughs) It's like, it's really like a random process. Uh, Some people are the type of songwriter where it can just like come out of them at any time it for me it's totally random and it could be a happy song it could be a sad song there's just it there's no way to predict it but when I am the saddest I do tend to write very very expressively I have written some really good stuff when I'm sad so it's just I mean it's it's 
Well, the she thing said, with gifts that are spiritual, it's just there. there's not, you don't have much control over it because it's all energy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm just really thankful that I have that in me when it does show up because sometimes I can't get it out. I'll be like, hello, song, are you in there? And it's like not available right now. <laughs> time out, time out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I did read also somewhere that you wanted to actually um, support and, and help develop and manage other bands and artists. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, you know, um, I am realizing that I'm realizing over time that I really have been blessed with this opportunity that I was given. And also just having, I, I didn't get to like only sing. You know, I had, I got out of college and I, I went to work and I used to have like three jobs at a time. So how I was able to finance going to the studio and making the low budget music videos that I did do back in the day, I was able to finance that by working so hard. And um, it just felt like, it felt like I was like all alone and it felt like, you know, there's nowhere to go or there's no advice because it's super competitive out here, especially in D.C. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in the D.C. environment for an extended period of time, but it's just, it's hard out here for artists or in any other industry. It's so competitive and cold. So for me, I just, I, I was so happy to have this opportunity and my business partner, and I really want to be able to help other people to understand how to actually be an artist that gets to keep their art. And, you know, one thing I really stress to people is in any business, when you start your business, you can't earn from it. And typically you stay from in the red for like five years just for like marketing it and buying support and, you know, getting people to help you. There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of different costs that come up. So what I experienced the last 10 years of trying to get to this point is that since I was doing this myself, I really had a lot of sleepless nights. I spent a lot of money that I didn't see a return on. And it was, it was sad. And a lot of people in this area think that, you know, getting famous or getting to a certain point happens without having to do that self-investment. So I want to show people like the actual path to being able to earn off of your music. And I want everybody who's discouraged to know that if you haven't made it in your area, locally or whatever, it just takes time and it takes networking and it takes investors. So I'm hoping that I can like either create a pathway or at least like help some people who are some artists who are like starving artists that are lost. And I, I mean, me having my technical ability, I never was like a starving, starving artist, but I did like go through a lot. So I just, people with talent, I want to steer them in the right direction so that their talent can actually get out. Cause it's, it's really hard out there and there's a lot of traps. Yeah, so. that's true. There's a lot of traps. I agree with you. And, and um, that's awesome that you want to pay it forward. So you're talking about some of the difficulties. Tell us, like, as a woman in the industry, what have been some of the most difficult things as far as getting your career started? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Being a woman in the music industry. Well, uh, definitely, firstly, there's the whole thing with how everybody wants you to basically exchange you or your body for goods and services broken down and turned into money. I'm like, you know, you can't, you can't break down a sexual interaction into dollar and cents. Why is that what you want from me? You know, (laughs) so it's like, you know, I mean, (laughs) so sad. I love that. It's so sad. So sad. And, And, I've run into so many guys that would have so much more money if they would just, like, appropriately use the women around them, you know? (laughs) Like, it's it's just really crazy. So that's always a thing. And then, of course, you know, what you were saying about my voice. I mean, people typically hear me and they're like, oh, hey, cute little girl. 
And then, you know, I still, I still, I mean, I don't think I look terribly young, but I've gotten pulled over by truancy officers, like walking. <laughs> you too. <laughs> yeah. And, and your voice is so sweet. And I had that problem so, too. You know the funny part yeah. though, like you and Jay have a sweet voice and I have this really rough voice and it's like you guys are probably tougher than me. True. And I'm like honestly, I wish I could talk like you talk because oh people would take me I would get more work done, but we have to get past this whole Wow, yeah. you sound 12, so now I'm going to treat you like you're 12. Yeah, or that, that, people think <laughs> that you're more sexual. That you're pushover. Right. I know, it's like dressing. Yes. But and that's- then when you have that moment where you where you finally, like, claw somebody's eyes out or bite them, now they're like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, it's like, I can't believe you could do that. And it's like, no, I'm reciprocating the energy you gave to me. Calm down. Well, you stop being surprised. <laughs> you started it by talking about my little sweet voice, right? I know. Gosh, so I would definitely say, like, just just the reputation of being, you know, cute, pretty, light-skinned in the industry. Like, you know, it precedes you, and people see you, and they're like, I want a piece of that. And so exactly. how can I make some awesome music with her? Yeah. So people will over talk themselves into being in a collaborative relationship with yes. me only for it then to result in them not doing any work because they never exactly. wanted to anyway exactly they never wanted to like so I, you're like out here trying your best to do, yes. do your half of everything and they're <laughs> like where's your draws oh i don't get draws well goodbye <laughs> i mean i've had some such inappropriate meetings uh, with people in the past just but you know what? But I'm like, wow. But wow. you know the good thing about it. Here's, and I always like to look at the yeah. Positive. Give us that positive. The positive doctrine. thing. <laughs> so give us that positive. The positive mom. thing is that you women, you women are are saying no, stop it. This is not going to happen. And right, and they're right. putting brakes on it, and they're making you respect them. And I think as long as you always make someone respect you and put, sometimes you have to put them in their place. I mean, uh, and then the true business happens or it doesn't happen. Well, the truth and I don't think you is, need it to happen if it's not the true business. Well, yeah, and the truth is, too, is that you know how you got there now. I mean, it may take you a little bit longer, and that's what, like, my whole thing was with me. I knew that it was going to take me longer and I'd have different paths because if I was that, if I would have, and I'm not um, criticizing women that have taken that path, but if I for was, that, yeah, for, but for myself, um, I probably would have gotten there faster if I would have done some things that were not appropriate. Um, would it have lasted? Would it have? You are know, you happy with yourself? Are, are you happy with yourself? And for myself, it wasn't right. Um, no, I I feel you on that. All right. So, but, but um, you know, I I there were times where I was like, oh, let me just use this to my advantage, and it's it's short lived, just like you said. It's it, it's not. You know, if if they don't respect you, the work if the, even if it does get done, it's not going to be good. So I'm just really thankful that I do have a business partner in music that respects me, and you know we can have we can make very sensual music. We get because creating music together is an intimate thing, and we can do that without me having to worry that it's going to lead to a certain place. So I'm, right. I'm very, very thankful that I've been able to find that because it's rare, you know? Yeah. And that's a blessing though, because you know that you have found that and there's people out there that want to create great music. It's just finding them, right? It's, it's about finding right. them. So it's a blessing that you have. And um, so Summer, tell us a little bit about what's in the horizon for you. Um, so in the horizon, and we've been going to um, going to the studio. We're working on our next album. Um, so there's definitely more music on the way. Um, hopefully, there's going to be more music for my backup singers as well. Um, you know, when we do our album, I'm hoping to like just do like a mini tour in the on the East Coast. 
songs, hopefully less tense too, but just kind of start on my first like tour to promote the next album. So we're working on all of that stuff. And then, um, I mean, I used to model. I, I love fashion, so I would love to get into that. And um, I was a hairstylist, so I'm really into cosmetology. I'm working with my nail tech to develop um, a press-on nail line. And I'm working with my new hairstylist on some stuff, too. So I'm hoping, hoping to launch some businesses while this music is going on. So I just I want to stay busy and... Start building, building the empire. <laughs> we, we need a little bit of nail stuff out here. So it'll be nice to launch something over here. So keep us in mind. Yeah. You know, we have. I will uh, definitely be tagging. Yeah. There are some opportunities in the, in, in the Netherlands. We'd love Summer for you to come down here and get a gig. So maybe if we can develop more relationships, we have a few. We'll that we'll be yeah. helping, you know, getting you down hey, here. Right. If if somebody can get us down there, we we will come. Okay. Might not be the whole band, but at least me and Bill will be there. Sounds so cool. that would be that would be awesome. So, <laughs> um, you said you go uh, go right? It's go go that no. the DC the DC yeah yeah the DC. So is that, is that anything on your your album with go go on it? Anything? So there's no go-go on the album. Um, Pretty actually does have a go-go version that I oh. used to perform with the old go-go band I was in called Success Band. So okay. I've been like texting them here and there like, what do you think about recording the go-go version of Pretty? Maybe adding a rap? I don't know. So oh. we might be doing some of that. And um, there's a song that's got some go-go inspired stuff, but I'm honestly more likely to do reggae inspired stuff since that's Ooh. in me anyway. Okay. We have been, um, we have a song that's kind of reggae inspired and we have another one. Paul, our drummer, he's Hispanic and he really is amazing at Latin drums. So we have something Ooh. that we're kind of working on to, for him to really take the lead on. So I'm excited about trying some different genres and bringing, bringing go-go back into the mix. Cause it, I did, I was in a go-go band for a couple of years. Yeah. So. And they have dance to it too. Like oh my gosh. I, I haven't been to the go-go. Cause like we have like parties and we say it's called going to the go-go. So there's these venues that do live music and I haven't been to a go-go in a long time. It's so much fun. It's just when you brought so. it up back memories, but so, well, Summer, thank you. We're going to, we're going to uh, actually play one of your songs. Yeah. We're going to end Everyone. with Storm. Yeah. So Summer, we're going to play. Awesome. We just released a video on Wednesday. So I'm, I, I'm glad you guys are playing it. It's on YouTube now. They can find it. Um, I, if they go on my Instagram at It's the Summer or the band's Instagram at RhymesFSC, we have links to the video and to the exclusive premiere that soulbounced.com for us. So I'm so glad you guys are playing Storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> single right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, everyone. <laughs> You know, everyone, you, you know where to find um, Summer, and Summer Dennis will also be, Summer will have the podcast for you and other listeners to listen to. Yeah, and, and also you can find it on, it'll be on strategicladies.com, so you guys will have all the information on Summer. And Summer, is there anything else that you wanted to tell the listeners before you head off? Because I know you're a busy lady. Well, I just wanted to say thank you to guys, to you guys for playing the songs, and you know, thank you to all my new listeners who are keeping me honest and enjoying my, um, you know, just regular, regular old fashioned singing. I really appreciate the reception I've had on that because I want to continue to do it. And it's really encouraging and inspiring for people to value that. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, of Summer. Course. And we will keep in touch, okay, and get you down to the Netherlands. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Bye, Summer. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, ladies. Bye. She's so sweet. I love her. Bye. So that's a, that's an uh, um a uh an example of how a like you already had pumped me up. I was okay. So 
let me be truthful, guys. I was like kind of like exhausted when I first started our show, but I'm always happy to be on with our listeners. But then Dr. E got on with me and I got a little more excited. And then the positive energy from summer even made it more exciting. Right. So again, moves are contagious. You just saw that. <laughs> so we're going to close with summer's song. Yes. Uh, and she's going to, uh, our, our Jamal's going to play it. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. You can always find um, more about us or anything at www.strategicladies.com. You can write us at write the number two at strategicladies.com. Again, that's write our W R I T E two at strategicladies.com. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Ladies and Twitter. Um, thank you guys. Share post all right spread the word and thank you so much for listening today have a great day everyone Bye. bye